Get on, Chris here. Welcome to podcast number three. Well, I must say I am happy with myself because I only recorded and posted number two today. So I'm recording episode three now. So in another seven days, I've got some content for the podcast. So in in this episode, I'm going to talk about how I got to Izmir. Izmir? Izmir? I may pronounce things wrong, so I do apologise. Again, this is raw. It's one take. I'm not going to edit it. It's if I make a mistake, I'm just going to apologise. Um, from Stansted to Izmir, Turkey, and my post... Uh, no, my pre- and post-op experience before and after, and how I got home. Really, it should be a podcast on its own, how I got there, and another one on the way back, because it was a right carry-on. But anyway, so on the Monday... I got to Stansted. We got on the train. So we uh, jumped on the train, the night train, Sunday night. Got got to um, Paddington and some of the uh, underground was shut. Never been on a train in my life. And that's gone all the truth. I was 35 years old, never got on a train. Underground shut. Then the person I was with said, oh, we need to be the over the other platform. So we got over there. Then he said, no, it's the one we've just come from. You know, there's me, 26, 27 stone, like, bobbling about. You can imagine, sweating, every breathing. And, uh, where do we go? We got some... Is it Victoria Street? I don't know, we got somewhere else. We went on an underground, and then we got somewhere else. Someone's telling me it's Victoria Street, I don't know. But anyway, we got there, and the train from there direct to the airport Stansted was shut. It was strikes. So we looked on Google, well, the person I went with did, and there was a bus literally leaving in 10 minutes, and the walk was, what was it, about 12 or 15 minutes? Well, we ran. We ran. We ran on the on the train platform. We go up a flight of stairs, and like I, I've never been before. You got to tuck to one side. Now, when you're in like Plymouth Drake Circus, a mall, um, you just stand in the middle with like the the stair lift going down and up. Well, there you've got to keep to one side because people are walking past you. That's fair enough, but it's something I learned. So we got on the. I was sweating. We got on the bus, and it was an hour drive. Got to Stansted, brave well early. Brave means, you know, a lot of time. We got really early. <clears throat> so you walk into Stansted and you, um, if you've got luggage, we didn't have, we had carry-on luggage. Um, so we um, got, yeah, we got to security. No, that's a lie. We went and had Burger King because we were hungry. So we had Burger King, a big whopper I had. That was my last meal. Anyway, so we had that. Went to security. The person I come with never flew before, and I already flew twice to Benidorm in 2022. That's the first time I flew was last year. I've had a passport for 11 years. It was my second one, you know, my second passport renewed last year. And, yeah. So, um... We got through and we was waiting at the terminal for ages because we were so early. And I'd rather be early than late because, you know, it's something important in my life this is, isn't it? So we got on the plane. <clears throat> the person I was with was really terrified. I'm going to keep this PG, but I wanted to say other things. You know, he was pooping himself, shall I say. 
um, and um, we took off, landed. Now, I've been with EasyJet all the time, right? And they're pretty good. Now, I went with Pegasus on the way, and it was Jet 2 on the way back, and it ended up quite cheap that way. If not, um, it was a lot more. But we landed. It was the perfect landing we ever did. I've ever been on. And still to this day. So I've, I've flew about nine, ten times now. Anyway, we're at Izmir now. Now I'm waiting for a perfect, uh, perfect. I'm waiting for um a private transfer. So we've got there. And um, on this plane, this bloke's tagged along with us. He's saying, give me £20 and I'll show you everywhere in Ismail. I said, mate, I'm going... I didn't say I was going for an op. I said, mate, I'm going to an all-inclusive. I've got a private transfer. Now nah, you'll get mugged. You you know, this will happen to you. This. I said, look, mate, I'm not interested. So I had instructions. So if anyone is going with Easy... Um, easy. If anyone is going with um, Get Slim and Turkey, what you need to do is, is go through passport control, get your luggage if you got it. If not, I have carry-on, so you walk out. You walk out the main door, turn right, cross the road while the zebra crosses. There's a cafe, and there's a bloke standing there with either Get Slim with it or your name and this was get slim so he showed me where to go got in it and there was three lovely ladies and and one of the ladies had her husband and one was from america getting her teeth done there she's flown 28 hours i think two flights um another lady or two other ladies sorry was getting a gastric sleeve but not with get slim they went direct with the um hospital no tablets they got, nothing. They had no aftercares. Literally, have your operation, they boot you out the door. Still lovely care by the... You know, still, you know, same experience probably, but they just had no tablets to take home, no blood thinners or nothing like that. So, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, so, what we, we... We went there, we dropped um, the three ladies off and one of the husbands off at the other um, hospital that Get Slim use. And I wasn't happy. There was army men and police with guns everywhere. Like, you'd think he was playing, um... Oh, what's it called? Medal of Honor or... Or Modern Warfare 2. I don't know. You know, like, Call of Duty. That's it. Call of Duty. It was like that. I wasn't happy. I was like, what have I done? So, anyway, we got to my, um, hospital. It was like a ten-star hotel. Osmer, Osball, I forgot what it was called now, but if you just Google um, Get Slim and Turkey, it shows two, and it's the one with the O, O-Z-E-L, or O-Z-S-E-L, something like that. I'm no good with words, by the way, guys. So, <coughs> we've got there, we've we've checked in, they've put Wi-Fi on my phone, because apparently, you know, that's a top priority there, which is fair enough, and I understood later on. They put Wi-Fi on my iPad as well. So we went up to my room, lovely members of staff, they're the all English translators, lovely members of staff. Um, so they come, take blood, you wee in a, wee in a pot, um, you do this, you do that, and then um, they went, well, you can't, you're not allowed to eat after 9pm, but you've turned up 10pm, what would you like to eat? But you've got to eat it quick. So the only thing they had really was um, rice and um, 
I think they're called faggots. Um, you know, like meat, little meatballs, if you know what I mean. I do believe they're actually called that. If not, I do apologise. Um, so, yeah. So, I ate them. It wasn't that bad, in all fairness. But I wasn't that hungry. I was nervous. I was a little nervous. Butterflies, if that makes sense. So, that was Monday night. And I got my head down. So, in England time, it's like 5 o'clock. But it's not. It was like eight, nine o'clock. They they got me up, said have a shower. So I had a quick shower. No, sorry. At first they put a candle in my hand, you know, like for the drip. Then they told me to have a shower. Or no, sorry, they thought I had a shower. Well, I didn't. So they said keep that hand out the out the shower and have a shower because you're not going to have one for a little, you know, like for a few days. You know, because you're not going to feel well. All right then. Anyway, this patch, this this um. This plaster patch over my hand, it, it it just come undone with the concentration, you know, like the hotness. So that was a right carry on. So I've gone down to have pre-ops. They scan your kidneys. Well, I only got one anyway. They scan this. They scan that. It's literally thorough test. And if you if you fail, it's two thousand nine hundred pound. I had to pay Monday night, and if you fail, you get given two thousand four hundred pound back. You you got to pay five hundred quid for pre-op test, but then you've got a, you know, then basically you're in Turkey from like Tuesday till like Friday or whenever you've booked. Do you know what I mean? You've got to make your own accommodation, but you do get the two thousand four hundred back. Anyway, <clears throat> I've passed all the tests. No hernia. Um. What they could see, but they do do the final test, so there was no hernia, no uh, gallbladder, so no more extra money so far. So um, they said, right, let's take you in to double check, but they put me to sleep to um, to check if I have got an hernia. And I woke up going from one room to another, and my um, my translator said, Chris, we're, we're now. We're now wheeling you to have the operation now. And I'm a bit dopey. I went, yeah, all right, thanks. They said, we have found a tiny hernia. Well, I'm a laughing and joking person. They went, but um, that's £500. I said, oh, oh, don't be like that. I said, you know, if it's only tiny, you could just repair it while he's there and not bill me. He said, let me see what I can do. So I said, all right. I, you know, I was only joking, by the way, guys. <clears throat> and... Um, so, yeah, I've woke up. What, what what happens is, right, I'm not trying to scare you. Before putting me to sleep to have the operation, you're lied down. Your arms are spread out like you're on a cross, right? That's the only way I can explain it, lying down. They strap your hands down. They strap your legs down. They strap your hips down. Your hips, sorry. They strap your belly down, like in the middle. They strap your head down, you know, like proper, sh you can't move. And then they put you to sleep. They tell you to count back to 10 or 210 or backwards, whatever. Well, I woke up. It was an hour and a half later, and I don't realise. It's like seconds, isn't it? So I woke up in the recovery ward. I got up, walking round. I was fine. There was people in there crying, in mega pain, screaming. One person thought they were dying. You know, fair... You know, no, I'm not disrespect and fair play is it's a big operation do you know what i mean four keel surgery and you may wake up with a drain luckily i didn't but a few others did that's no biggie by the way and um yeah 
I woke up, no pain whatsoever, and I started walking around. So they spoke in, you know, t Turkish language. I got went back, so I've wheeled back to my room, and I said to um, my English translator, I said, let me pretend to be dead, put the cover over my face, and let's see what the person I went with says. Well, we've gone in the room, and oh, the person I went with went out. He wasn't even there, so I was trying to play a practical joke that I was dead. I wanted to see if he would like cry if he went, you know, if he was going to say something bad or you know, that's how that I'm a joking person. I, that's you know, and even uh, with uh, anesthetic or anesthesia, whatever you call it, I'm still laughing, joking person, you know, the put to sleep medicine. So, um, <clears throat> he came back from going into town and he said, How are you? and I got off the bed and he his jaw hit the floor. So, the the best thing is to walk around. Don't sit around, because maybe that's why I was fine. So, I got up immediately. Do not sit around. I, you know, it's a bit like when you're ill. Don't mope. Just just do things, you know what I mean? So, I'm walking around the corridor with my drip. And I see I see this this lady who's just had an op. A lady that hasn't had an op, I believe. And a nicely dressed woman. So uh, I've sat down and thought, you right, ladies? And they went, yeah. And one of them was the owner of Get Slim, and her name's Amanda, and I didn't realise. And, and they said, oh, how long, when did you have your op? I said, I've just come up. And, like, the, uh, the owner, Amanda, went, no, really, when did you? I went, I've just come up. So I believe she put her head round, turned her head round, sorry, saw the translator, and he, like, nodded. So... To, you know, I wasn't lying, you know what I mean? And she couldn't believe it. And she said, well, you're the one we'll never hear from because you either you either have a gastric sleeve and you hear them every day asking questions and in pain and all of that, or it's like a duck to water. And she said, I'll be like a duck to water. In all fairness, I am, or I have been, 11 months on. So, <coughs> sorry, I do apologise, coughing. Um... Yeah, so what we, what you know, we're all around, we're all chatting for the next three, four days, three days, sorry, and um, Thursday night come and we had a good old chinwag till two p two a.m. Sorry, in um, Turkish time or Izmir time, sorry, I should say, and um, we were told to be quiet and go in our room. So we're all on a WhatsApp group anyway, most of us. Oh, we did add each other on WhatsApp, I and mean, we still talk to each other to this day. There was one lovely couple, her name's Sarah, and Sarah and Mike. I've even gone to their house in Spain. We talk to each other on WhatsApp um, quite a lot. I haven't for a few weeks, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, that's reminding me, after this podcast recording, I will. And I'm going to try and keep this one under 30 minutes, but it is quite odd because I'm talking about my journey there, the experience while there, and my journey back. So really, I should have done it in like three, three, two or three parts. But anyway, let's do this. Um, lovely couple, honestly, I'm not just saying it. They'll never get to hear this because, you know, um, they don't go on Spotify or uh, any podcast. But, yeah, um, so I'm not just saying it. Honestly, lovely couple. I'm going back there again this year to their house in Spain as well. I'm not going to say what area because it's their business. But it's in Spain. Um, but, yeah, um, lovely couple. But she was in real pain. She was, like, she was screaming, like, all Tuesday. No, she went down 12 o'clock and we didn't see her till 7. 
and literally there was not complications but she was having like panic attacks and this that and everything so i'm not gonna you know i don't know the full story so i'm you know i'm not gonna make out i do but what i do know is like she was having panic attack nothing wrong with the operation guys nothing but she would just, you know, everyone affects differently. But she was screaming on the ward. And I kept checking on Mike. Because we was talking on Facebook and WhatsApp beforehand. So that's how we kind of got to know each other. And he come looking for me. I go looking for him. Lovely couple. But anyway, on Thursday night, we all said our goodbyes. And that Friday morning, about, I don't know, about 6 o'clock. I got took to the airport. And, um... I got to the airport and I spoke to someone and they went, oh, have you just had a, an operation here? Well, everyone did, in all fairness, yeah. Or don't tell Jet too. And I went, why? They went, their, um, their policy is 10 days after the operation, you're allowed to fly again. And I went, oh, my God, it's only been three days. They went, yeah, don't say nothing. Act normal, walk normal. I said, all right, but in my bag, because what I'd done was is I took old clothes over with me, guys, right? Because they're not going to fit me after a few months so i took old raggly clothes with me and binned them there and put all my meds in my carry-on bag so that's a tip for you and um so i've gone to be checked like it is mere to get back in you get security as you walk in security again there's three securities and then when you get to the plane you get patted down a, a metal wand you know a, a magnetic wand to see if you've got anything hidden anywhere which is, take your shoes off. That's pretty good. I like that. So I'm trying not to bend so much. And my bag's full of tablets and blood thinners. And they looked at it and looked at me. And they just smiled. So they know, don't they? You know what I mean? Turkey is the capital of teeth. I'm having my teeth done, by the way. Like skin removal, gastric sleeve, gastric band. Do you know what I mean? So they know the score. And there was this lovely lady. <coughs> if you asked me her age, I would have said late 50s. She was 88 years old. Teeth done, face done, hair done. Uh, women up top. I'm not going to say the words because I'm keeping this PG. Skin removal done. You would think she was late 50s. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. She was 88. Good on her. That's what I say. If you can, do it. You know, if you want to. Don't just do it because I've just said do it. But anyway. So we've got on the plane. Worst experience of my life on the plane. You know, if you do know on a plane, they got cabin crew that go up and down, don't they? An easy jet for a two-hour flight to Benidorm from Bristol. You look and they go up and down four times selling you watches, phones, but you know, tobacco, you know, alcohol, food, crisps, cups of tea. They didn't even do it in four and a half hours once the whole lot. I don't know what they were doing. I needed water as well. So don't forget, guys, we'll get slim and turkey, right? <clears throat> you have the op Tuesday. You can't eat, you can't drink. You can drink water on Thursday morning. So two days with no water, but you have got a drip so you don't get dehydrated. And, uh, yeah, so, and you can't eat, of course, but you're on a liquid diet for two weeks. That's the story for another day, but I was only having water that on Friday on my way home. Person I went with was drinking alcohol, eating curries. I couldn't believe it. Oh, it didn't bother me because when they do the gastric sleeve, they take your hormone 
um, hunger hormone away, which is in the pouch they remove of your stomach in the top right-hand corner. I had 85% removed. It's 80 or 85. I said, take what you can. If you can take 90, take it. So they took the max. Anyway, the landing was really bad on Jet 2. You, you would think we went up in the air 10 times in a second. It was really rough. So we got off, got our... I went through passport control, sorry, at Stansted. And literally, we had to run to the train because we were earlier than expected. So the person I went with said, right, if we run now and get on this train, we're going to get home an hour earlier if it's in sync. I said, yeah, that's fine. So we've done the reverse and we got, and we got, you know, we got back um, to Cornwall on the night train. And, uh, yeah, I, I had to run after having keel surgery. And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't too bad. I, I felt, I don't know if it's a mind thing, I felt energy. I had energy. I was sweating. I was a bit out of, well, I was out of breath. But, yeah, it was it was really, really good. Um, I felt like I was running. I was like, I couldn't believe this. But, yeah, I, I didn't struggle with no food, by the way. You know, in them, I'm not going to talk about after, um... The first few days after my op, because that's another podcast I do. But no, I, I wouldn't. I wasn't hungry. I, you know, you have to have two and a half liters a day. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You're not going to hit that quote until you're like a month post op. Don't be disappointed. At least you have a liter, a liter and a half. Just go with that. <clears throat> so, yeah, I might, I might stop the podcast now. Because I have kind of gone over it all. Um, I haven't gone fully because I don't want these podcasts to be too long, um, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what I mean? Or boys and girls, or you know, I, I, I don't want to be too. I don't want to bore you. Do you know what I mean? So again, if you've got any questions, pop over to Instagram or TikTok. It's better TikTok, in all fairness. Type in gastric dot sleeved. With a D on the end. And that's me. Same profile picture as this one. Um, on this podcast. If you're listening to on Spotify or Apple. Or any other. If I find any more. To pull it on platforms. Because I'm only a starter guys. I've only started like. Uh, less than two weeks ago now. Or well, by the time you hear this. It'll be three weeks. Because I'm recording this the same day. I've put number two out. But yeah. That's my, my that was my experience going there while there and back. I had a brilliant time. Oh, another time I quickly I forgot. They encourage you to go out and get some fresh air. So I went out on Thursday morning. Oh my god, I didn't like the sight of it. There was cats. You could see all their ribs and dogs lying on the side of the road, heavy breathing. You, you know. On their last legs without being nasty or rude. Um, you see families in, you know, dumper bags. You know, like, ton sandbags and ton earth bags. A family living in that. Like, I don't know if it's just tricking you, by the way, and wanting money off you. You know, but you walk past and you see a brand spanking new 2022 car. But then you go down and you see, like, a car that's been used in Top Gear, smashed to pieces. No panels and duct tape everywhere and still on the road. It, it, it's, it's just a mind boggle. So I've done a lap of the outside of the hospital and I went back in. I just, I just physically couldn't process it. I don't know why. Maybe it was, you know, what I've just been through. And I, even I was finding myself, maybe, maybe I wasn't. I don't know. 
but I wasn't ready to take that. But I was fine with a private transfer. We literally, bam, got there. Do you know what I mean? To the airport, I was fine. So I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I hope you're enjoying these. I'm sorry if, you know, if they are a bit boring. I do apologise. But, like I say, any questions, nip over to gastric dot sleeved drop me a follow i'll follow you back i'll follow everyone back i'm allowed to follow up to ten thousand people so can you um like i say anyone follows i'll follow them back and just drop a comment tag me in my own video my latest video and say hi mate i follow your podcast can you talk about this please or or could you explain yourself on this in your next and, I, and i'll try my best you know what i mean i'll try my best to help you or, or whatever so I'm going to love you and leave you all here and try and keep it under 25 minutes. And I'll catch you on the next podcast. I'll speak to you directly.